Welcome to the Unconventional Joy Podcast. This is your host, Christine Edinger. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the first episode of the Unconventional Joy Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today as we kick off this podcast together. Okay. I also just need to say up front that I am also creating a YouTube channel that will have the video content. So if you don't just like to listen and you like to watch something, then I am uploading video content for you. So if you're watching on YouTube right now and I keep looking off to my left, to my left, there is a board of my content. And so during episodes, you will see me look over here because that's where all of my content is. So I just want to say that, that um, I'm reading. I'm reading some things, especially today. There's a list of things that I'll be reading to you guys. And so if you would rather watch me on YouTube, head over to the Unconventional Joy Podcast YouTube channel. And you can also reach me at the Unconventional Joy Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, now that we got some business taken care of, I cannot wait to share just a little bit of insight with you today on this episode. Today's episode is called Indications That You Might Be Without Joy. Before we get into it, let me kind of break down what I mean by that. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you aren't ever fully without joy, but you are sometimes not accessing it. Once you have been, you know, bought with the blood of Jesus, cleansed by his blood, you have Holy Spirit in you, sealed to the day of salvation. Amen. Which means you have access to all of the gifts that Holy Spirit has to offer. However, sometimes we are in bondage to our own sin. And in this episode, you're going to hear specific things, specific indicators that you might be in bondage, which is preventing you from accessing all that Holy Spirit has to offer you. God himself wants to give himself to you to magnify his glory throughout the earth. Remember at the end of the trailer last week, I shared the whole purpose of this podcast is to edify you, to push you towards the feet of Jesus so that you can then go out into the world and be a beautiful reflection of his glory. So on today's episode, it might punch you in the gut, the things that I'm going to share with you, but hear me. I love you. I want to spur you on towards knowing Christ more intimately and meeting with him so that he can give you all the joy all the peace that he has to offer. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what joy is and what joy isn't before we get into this extensive list of indications you might be without joy. Joy is not passive. Contrary to popular belief, joy is not a passive thing that just because you are walking in Jesus Christ, that it's just magically appearing to you every single day. Joy is a battlefield. It requires so much intentionality every single day to access it, to receive it. It's there, but you have to tap into it by denying yourself, denying your fleshly desires. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. 
But just know as you're listening to this podcast that joy is an intentional choice. I say all the time, if you are close to me, you you know, or if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me say things like, I fight like hell for joy. And that's the only way I, sh- I, I know how to like grasp it and, and like convey it is to say, I fight like hell for it because it is hard, friends. It is so hard to fight for joy sometimes, right? Because it's not passive. You have to actively make a choice to fight for it. Sometimes, however, joy is reactionary, right? Like let's say you attend your kid's graduation, their kindergarten graduation, or you get a phone call and your best friend just had a baby. In those moments, joy is reactionary, just like any emotion, right? But for the most part, the type of joy that we talk about biblically as believers, the type of joy that offers such a security and a peace internally, you have to make an intentional choice to fight for it. So keep that in mind as I go through this list today that joy requires intention. And that's why the whole name of this podcast is Unconventional Joy, because the world's not going to tell you that. It's not going to tell you to deny yourself. Therefore, you will feel joyful, right? It's going to say the complete opposite, actually. So what I'm about to read to you is a list that I, at first, when I was jotting these ideas down, I called them red flags, but I don't want to label them in such a way that elicits shame within any of you. So I didn't call it red flags on the episode, but they're just indications that you might be without joy. And in Romans chapter six, it talks about once you are a believer in Jesus Christ walking in Holy Spirit, should you keep sinning because grace abounds? Absolutely not. So when I read this list, I want you to think in terms of not a temporary indication, but if these items, if you resonate with these items on this list, Think of it as more of a long-term thing. You'll understand what I mean whenever I get into it, but it's not a temporary thing. It's these things are lasting way too long in the life of a believer, okay? So what I'm about to read off to you, I'm just going to read off each little indicator of things that might show that you are without joy, okay? Number one, Dreading each day. Number two, lacking motivation. And this is in any area. Any area that God has given you to steward in your life, you're lacking motivation in it. So let me break down the whole temporary versus long lasting thing. So right here, you're dreading each day every day or six days out of the week, five days out of the week. You're lacking motivation majority of the time. Not just sometimes, I'm talking about a longer lasting indicator than what you would expect in the life of a believer. Temporary things are normal, right? Because we're human. We're still in these fleshly bodies, right? But when you hear these indicators, think more longer lasting, not a temporary indicator. Okay, so number one was dreading each day. Number two is lacking motivation. Number three, complaining heart. Number four, 
discontent in circumstances. Number five, finding yourself in comparison often. Number six, experiencing great worry often. Number seven, the only or the majority of the people that you surround yourself with are negative. Number eight, talking about yourself often or like trying to figure out what you can get out of different situations or from people. Okay, so talking about yourself or just thinking about yourself often. If you notice that the conversations that you're involved in, they're mainly one-sided. You're talking about me, 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 I, 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 or what you can get out of different situations. Okay, so there's your very extensive list that I just read off to you. Why are these indications that you might be without joy? Let's think about that for a second. Each thing that I just listed, there is a command against it. Let's camp out here. When I say the word command, you might shriek inside if we're completely honest. At one point in my life, I was so prideful, so self-righteous that whenever I would think about God talking to me in form of commands, I would buck against it because our nature is to rebel against God. But as God has continued walking with me and shown me so much mercy and grace, he has showed me that his commands are given to me for protection. Because he knows that freedom from the things that I just listed, freedom from those things, freedom from bondage of those things, gives you joy and peace in him. So when you think of God commanding us to do something, remember that he's commanding because he wants to protect you. Think about you as a parent. If you're listening and you have children, if you command your child to not play in the street, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, you're no fun. Why? You never let me do anything. At least that's what my five-year-old says to me. But I'm not commanding him not to play in, in the street because I don't want him to have fun. I'm doing it out of love and protection of him. And so every time you see God commanding us to do something in his word, it's for a good purpose. He loves you infinitely and perfectly. So in the show notes below, well, on Apple, it's there's show notes in the in the section below the podcast. I don't know how it works on other platforms, but there should be a show notes section. And I have included a resource that will show you the commandments against the things that I just listed. So for instance, I'm just going to give one example. I'm not going to go through the entire list. I really want you to click the link that will lead you to the show notes and just break this down for you. But for let's just talk about one example. I mentioned discontent in circumstances. So in the show notes, it highlights where Paul is speaking about, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstance. And he goes on to command, be content in your circumstances. Why is God commanding us to do that through Paul? 
because he knows that when we practice contentment and satisfaction in Jesus alone, that there's true joy, that there's true peace, and that there is true freedom. And so in the show notes, when you click on the link, you will see each indicator broken down in how God has commanded against it. And again, friends, remember when he gives a command, it's out of love. It's out of mercy and grace because he wants you to experience more of himself, more of his fullness and his goodness. And oh my goodness, I don't know about you, but at this time in this day and age, we need more of God's goodness. So let's talk why this is a fight. I'm going to read a quote for you. I'm going to read it twice because it's kind of confusing. Um, and so I'm going, to, I'm going to read it twice. Okay, here we go. You can be in the flesh and intentionally fighting for joy. But you cannot be in the flesh, follow your flesh's desires, and fight for joy. I'm going to read that one more time. You can be in the flesh and intentionally fight for joy, but you cannot be in the flesh, follow your flesh's desires, and fight for joy. So I want to break that down for you just a little bit. You are always in this body. You're always in this body until Jesus comes back and makes a new heaven on earth, right? These bodies are full of sin. I can be in this body. I can be in this flesh and I can make a conscious decision through Holy Spirit to fight for joy every single day. But what you cannot do, you cannot be in your flesh, follow your flesh's desires and intentionally fight for joy. That's actually a contradiction according to Romans chapter 7 and 8. I'm going to read a little bit of that here in just one moment. You cannot be in your flesh, follow your flesh's desires, and fight for joy. You are either denying your flesh and fighting for joy intentionally every day, or you're following your flesh's desires. But you're not fighting for joy if you're following your flesh's desires because following your flesh's desires is going to rob you of any joy that you have. Does that make sense? So even as a believer, if you're following your flesh's desires, it's going to rob you of your joy. God commands against this because again, when you follow the spirit's desires within you, That's where the joy is. That's where the freedom and the peace is. Not when you continue walking out your flesh's desires. Your flesh has been crucified with Christ. So why then, like Romans 6 said, do we continue to sin and follow our flesh's desires? Right? Well, for me, I was doing it and I didn't even know I was doing it. And right here, I'm going to camp out because I want to share a little bit of my personal story. Um, For years, I went through, as I mentioned on, I think the trailer, that I went through childhood trauma and my personality mixed in with my um, 
my my mood and my experiences, I believed in my young adulthood that my happiness meter was just as good as it was going to get. I genuinely believed that that was just how happy I could be. And I was so melancholy. My husband used to ask me, what makes you happy? And I did not know how to answer that. I was so critical. I was so cynical. I was so unhappy and I didn't even realize there was anything more to that. I did not realize that the gospel that I said that I lived by Not only did it secure me for eternity, but God also wanted to grant me freedom and give me joy now. I did not realize that until the Lord woke me up three years ago. And so the reason I share those indicators with you is because until it was made aware for me, I didn't realize it could be any different. But friends, guess what? You don't have to wake up dreading each day. You don't have to lack motivation always. You don't have to have a complaining heart. You don't have to be discontent in your circumstances. You don't have to find yourself in comparison often. Amen? You don't have to. Romans chapter 8 verse 12 says, So then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh. And it goes on to say, because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. Because that means you are not born again. Holy Spirit is not within you. You're not, you don't have the seal of salvation. That is death, right? For the non-believer. And so it's saying, we are not obligated to that. We have a choice now because of Holy Spirit. We have a choice because of Holy Spirit that that list of indicators does not have to be so. And so my prayer for you, as you listen to this, you can start thinking through and praying, Holy Spirit, reveal to me the areas in which I need to confess to you and you can free me of this bondage. I desire your joy. I want to access your joy. Reveal it to me, Holy Spirit, so I can have more of you. Next week, we're going to talk all about this war for joy more. We're going to really get down into the weapons that you need to have in your arsenal in order to fight for joy every single day. But until then, I would love your review. I would love your questions, your feedback. Again, you can look in the show notes for all the ways that you can connect with me. I want to shout out those of you who have already rated this podcast. Y'all are very generous with me, by the way, giving me a five out of five, all of you. I so appreciate you. You don't know how thankful I am for that and how much it helps me know what to keep putting out to you guys. So thank you to those who have rated Continue sharing this podcast with those in your life that you love, that you you know are in the struggle to fight for joy every single day, which, if we're honest, is most of us. Amen. And so until next time, my prayer over you, friends, is that you ask Holy Spirit to reveal the indicators in your life that are robbing you of your joy. I can't wait to talk with you guys soon. Y'all have a blessed week. Thank you.